Muslim contribution to the world. In this chapter, I will discuss very briefly the contributions that Muslims have made to the world, how they've shaped the world as we know it today. Why is it important to reflect on what Muslims have done? A people who don't know their history don't have a future. Learning from the mistakes from the past and working to improve, change and expand on work done by our predecessors is vital for future success. Muslims invented soap by using olive oil and sometimes sodium carbonate. Sufis in Yemen used to drink al-kahwa to st stay awake. Coffee was spread to the rest of the Muslim world by travellers, pilgrims and traders in the 15th century. Ibn al-Haytham constructed water clocks in 1965 to 1039. Al-Jazari's book of knowledge of ingenious mechanical devices include robo robotic wudu machines. Chemists of the Muslim world distilled plants and flowers, making perfumes. Al-Kindi al-Hassan ibn Haytham and ibn Sal laid foundations for modern optics. Muslims developed both the design and weaving technique, so their carpets came in wonderful colours. By the late 9th century, every mosque had an elementary school for boys and girls. Some of the mosques became universities. One of them is Al-Azhar in Egypt, which still exists today. Muslims were famous for libraries. The Umayyad rulers of Spain had a prestigious library in Cordoba. Al-Khwarizmi, who suggested that a zero be used in calculations, who then used it to advance algebra. First organized hospital was built in Cairo between 872 and 874. The Ahmad ibn Tulun Hospital treated and gave medicine to patients free of charge. Life in 9th century Cordoba and Baghdad was better than elsewhere. Education was free. Baths, bookshops and libraries lined the streets. Rubbish was collected on a regular basis and sewage systems were underground. Muslims devised star maps and astronomical tables which were used in Europe and the Far East for centuries. Ibn Sina's Kitab al-Shifa wrote the Book of Healing. Many people don't know that there were several attempts to invent flight before the Wright brothers. Hazefin Ahmed Selebi was one of them, a 17th century Turk who is said to have flown over the Bosphorus in 1638 from Galata Tower in Istanbul and successfully landed on the other side of the strait. Discover your calling. You have the Muslim advantage. With privilege comes responsibility. How do you find your calling? The work that you're meant to be doing. There are a number of questions you can ask yourself. Firstly, ask yourself, what makes you get up early in the morning and sleep late at night? What are you really passionate about? What is it that, you, that en engrosses you so completely that you don't mind having less sleep? You don't mind missing a meal? What is it that really uh, makes you interested enough 
to work on it day and night. What do you mostly read about? What are your passions, your interests? What do you mostly talk about? Who would you like to serve? Who would you like to help? What will you do for them? How will you help them? So who would you like to serve? Could be, for example, orphans. What will you do for them? You'll build orphanages. How will you help them? Build orphanages, pay for their education, their basic necessities. What do you want to be known for? It could be anything in the in the different fields of charity, of dawa, of activism, of learning deen and passing it on, or something else. Maybe it's in, in the science world. Your calling is unique to you, and it can be as big, like feeding a million people, or as small, like handing out free meals at your local homeless shelter once a week. This is about you and how you want to show up in the world and what difference you want to make. Whether it's on a large or small scale, it's about doing good work, doing great work. It's about how you want to show up. Examples of, way you, of ways you can contribute and help. You can speak against injustice and wrongdoing. You can learn Quran and teach it. You can work for charitable work, uh, organizations. You can do dawah, remind Muslims and call non-Muslims to Islam. It's really up to you what you do. But these are a number of uh, ways you can find out what is it that you're really passionate about, what is it that you want to spend the rest of your life doing, and how do you want to contribute. Choose your role models. A great way to shortcut your success is to find role models, that's people who've already accomplished exactly what you want to achieve, people who've achieved great things, and model what they did. Copy what they did to shortcut your success. Instead of trial and error, just follow a pattern, a blueprint of exactly what they did to get the results that they achieved. Think of someone you're impressed with that has achieved something that you would like to achieve. Something commendable, great things, either in your chosen field or not. Read up on them. Find out what their struggles were, how they overcame them, what they did, their mindset, what kind of mindset helped them overcome their obstacles and achieve what they achieved. A lot of and most successful people have overcome a lot of obstacles. Things haven't been uh, placed on a silver plate for them. They've had to work for them and struggled to get where they are. So what were the key things that they did in order to achieve their success? What character and personality traits do they possess that contributed to their success? So that's a bit of homework for you to find out. Who, who are your role models? 
Who has achieved what you want to achieve? Do your research and really look into their life, read their biographies, uh, read autobiographies, um, read about what they've done, how they did it, and really learn from these people. Tap into your privilege, step-by-step -step guide. This is where I show you how you can tap into your privilege, the Muslim advantage. How you can unlock treasures deep inside you. All your dreams and aspirations are just that without an action plan. If you do the following tasks, you will have a blueprint to achieving your goals. So number one, get a pen and paper handy. Write down what you want to achieve, how you want to make a difference. Number two, write down your role models. People who have achieved what you want to achieve. Number three, write down what character traits and attributes they possess that help them to achieve their objective. Number four, what habits do you need to instill in order to become the person you need to be in order to achieve your goals? Number five, what are you no longer willing to accept? What has been holding you back? Number six, write down your mission. Number seven, write down your vision. Number eight, create your action plan. What needs to be done? Write down your goals for the next 25 years, for the next 20 years, for the next 10 years, 5 years, 3 years, 1 year, 6 months. Break it down and reverse engineer your project, your dream dean project. For further support um, and coaching to expand on your ideas, you can get in touch with me in various ways. You can get in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram. It's Coach Saima. I will be having one-to-one um, -one coaching. Um, there may be some group coaching and some worksheets, MP3 audios on the website, themuslimadvantage.com. So get in touch, any questions, feel free to get in touch with me and ask me any questions you want. Um, if you want, um, you know, feel free to go through, um, I mean, do go through the text, the audio, the videos in this program. Um, it's all there in different modalities to help you in different ways, visual, audio, text, to, to meet your requirements as to how you learn best. And if you need further support on your ideas, to expand your ideas and to bring it into fruition, then I do offer uh, group coaching and one-to-one -one coaching. So just get in touch. In 1638, from 